Welcome. It's nice to see you here. I wasn't sure if you'd come, because, well, I wasn't sure if I'd come. It's a little frightening, you see. How did it all start? Let me think. It's hard to think with that music. It's kind of pulling me into a trance, a little bit. And it makes me not want to have thoughts. It makes me want only to dance, to sway, to sing, to smile, laugh, cry, scream. And that's frightening. Because without my thoughts, who am I? If I am at the mercy of something as ephemeral as music, then... Then what am I truly made of? I guess I never really knew. Anyway. The beginning. The beginning of... This. I sat in a room at a table. A false forest on a screen before me as if I could trick myself into not knowing the difference between that and the trees outside my window. But to be fair, there is also a ghostly forest ever growing around me even still, fading in and out of my reality here and there. I brush off little vines that climb up my arms now and then. I have to pluck little sprouts from my hair, and sometimes they grow so quickly they block my eyes and I cannot see. I have to keep brushing dirt and moss from my shoulders. But then the phone rings, or there's a knock at the door, and it all disappears anyway. And I become aware that there's no dirt or moss or sprouts or vines. Not really. It's clear as day in those moments. But then I sit back down, and I breathe. And they slowly come back grabbing at me again. Little imaginary nuisances that they are. I sat and I pulled out my tarot cards. I tried to think of a question, but as I did, I started to hear the strangest sound. Drumming. Far away. Distant. But where? It wasn't outside my window. It wasn't from a neighbor beside, above, or below. It was... from somewhere else. Joined soon by music. Singing. Someone is coming, many, many, many on their way. I had been hoping for time alone. I had been longing for peace and quiet and sweet solitude because, well, why? Because I get tired when I am around others, regardless of how I feel about them. 
Others make me tired, so I usually avoid them. But, but then again, I usually have trouble sleeping. I hear them closer and closer, and the closer they come, the more plants have crawled their way around my arms and legs and neck and face, closing in on me. I try to fight, I try to fight, I try to think of a question, a question to solve this, to get myself out of this, to find my way to something more concrete, something more real, not to me, of course, but to... to who? To others? Which others? The singing is growing louder as the truth begins to take shape in my heart. I whisper to my tarot cards. I surrender. And as I shuffle, the vines grow thicker and grab at me more quickly, but perhaps more gently, for I know now how dearly they love me. And flowers bloom from the little sprouts that have made their way into my vision, so that I see the world through a frame of yellow and orange and white flowers right now. I shuffle and whisper my surrender over and over and over. It becomes clearer the more I say it. I surrender to this. I surrender what I am fighting in my heart. I surrender all that I have covetously held too close. I surrender everything that keeps me longing. My first season was longing. My second season was growing. And now, I will enter a new season. And I think I want that season to be one of... Acceptance. Gratitude. Surrender. I shuffle. I pull the card. And it's... The vines have pulled me down and down and down, not through the building I was in, but into a different place entirely. I am pulled through my world downwards, and land with a gentle thud into soft grass, where the vines and plants and sprouts skitter away from me like the living things that they are. When I open my eyes, I see trees swaying over me, back and forth, dancing with one another to that music, that music that is all the more intense now. There's a beautiful sky overhead, the sky very, very blue and the sun very, very bright. I hold the card I drew up to my face so that I can see what it is, my eyes have a little difficulty adjusting, but soon, I make it out. The Five of Swords. Conflict. Defeat. Retreat. Failure. Struggle. 
a kind of spiteful conflict. Scheming, fighting, that sort of thing. Taking. Betraying. It can be with others the conflict, of course. This card can predict hardship of this kind, but I'm not in the business of predicting. I work only with right now because of my belief surrounding time, you understand? The card can warn you not to be combative or selfish or cruel. Let us always be warned against that. The card can warn you of a conflict within yourself, too. And in that conflict, best not to be spiteful there, either. This is all conflict that has to do with deceit, too. Keeping things hidden. But guess what? It is the solstice today. The longest day of the year. The light shines bright and long. Truth cannot be hidden here. Perhaps that is why they are celebrating. I sit myself up and scramble to a shadowed grove, a place where shrubs and tree branches and hollowed trunks have conspired to form a little shelter, a little place where I can hide and see what's going on. Dancing in circles that weave in and out of each other, winding patterns intricate and somehow improvised, but in perfect symmetry, I see... Ah, I can't put my finger on it. They look like people in a way. Their shape, their smiles, the way they move. But I cannot tell why, because I can't really see them very well. They're too bright, glowing yellow, gold, far too bright, burning my eyes with their majesty. And I can't make out what they're singing. I thought as I grew closer I would hear the words. It might make a bit more sense. I could detect a language or a message and learn more about them. But I can only tell that they are voices and nothing more than that. Joy. There is joy here, but there is something else. Something that the joy is not even comparable to. I suppose I can call it love, though it seems greater than that even. As they dance, and sing. I spot a table, a table with a cup, and a large golden pentacle, and a wand, sparkling and sparking with magic, and a sword, gilded and spectacular. The table is unattended, waiting for a magician. I was meant to be the magician. That is what the cards told me. I was meant to be the one who can manipulate energy, emotion, harness magic and fate so that my will can be done. I was meant for that. 
That is what I was told. That was what my journey was meant to be. Right? I'll wait for the darkness. And then I'll go to the table. And I'm sure that it will all be clear then. Maybe I'll need to take those four objects. It's not really stealing, not if they're meant for me, right? It's not really betrayal if I'm not loved by whoever owns them. Right? I'll wait for night to fall. I'll just wait here and watch. Hours go by, and I am waiting in the sidelines, waiting for my moment to strike. It's uncomfortable crouched in the darkness like this. It's awkward and it feels wrong, but I will wait. What will they think of me anyway? I don't shine nearly as brightly as any of them. I am a monster compared to them. Once a thing of longing and darkness, once a thing of growing and decay, now what? Now what? A thing of the muck, a thing of blood and guts and bone, a thing of grass and metal and stone, waiting to be magical, waiting to be powerful. So that maybe, maybe one day, one day after all of the taking and fighting and scheming and plotting and grasping, 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 maybe I can be joyful. It has been hours. The sun should have set. I've told stories of endless nights before, but never endless day, I don't think. There's something very frightening about that. It is the longest day, however, so I mustn't be frightened. Darkness will come, and in that darkness, I can seize my power again. Only for good, of course. Only to fulfill my role, of course. Right? More time passes. The things that I can only glance a little because they're so bright and because the sun is so bright. The people, or so I assume they are, are still celebrating. Celebrating the sun. If I'm not mistaken, I think the trees are glowing a little too. So is the grass. So are the birds. And they all seem to dance too, back and forth. The sun must be getting to me. It must be, for I am beginning to feel ashamed. Ashamed at my plan. My plan to claim those things of power as my own. My plan to assume the role of a master of manifestation and manipulation. Why? 
What for? Because I was told I must. I don't know about this plan. I don't feel right about it. But I have hidden for so long. If they saw me now, if I came out and gave it up, they could see me, and they would know what my intention was. They would see that darkness in me, and who knows what these golden things, elves, gods, angels, demons, whatever they are, who knows what they will do to me. I must wait and hide. In the darkness I will run. I will run from them. I will take my shame to a dark pit somewhere. A cave. And I will stay there until I am good enough to return to the world. Until I have an idea that will be of use to others. Until I am presentable enough for others to accept my presence. Hours have gone by and I am certain now that it should be night time. The longest day could not be this long. Either it is night and the sun is still shining, or... Or there's no such thing as time. I keep forgetting. My back aches from hiding here. My jaw hurts from clenching it against the shame. My hands hurt from grabbing at power that never was. My eyes hurt from staring at the bright and the beautiful revelers. I need to leave. For storytelling's sake, I wish I could say that five frightening swordsmen came, perhaps undead yet still resplendent in shining armor, guardians of the forest feast and they would force me to come out of hiding and the story would go on that way I would enjoy describing them I would enjoy coming up with a little story about how each of them became cursed but in death they atoned for their past wrongdoings by guarding the ones of love and light who live in the forest Perhaps the ones of love and light are beautiful and magical things that are irresistible and seductive, and they lure those with grasping in their hearts with illusions of treasures, of one's deepest desires, and once they have you, once they've caught you, you're theirs forever, protecting their joyful proceedings just like the hypnotized princes in the story of the twelve dancing princesses, only living to serve their dance partners, only living to make sure that the party goes on. I wish I could say something like that happened, but in truth, the Five of Swords is just a card. Maybe it is me looking unkindly at my own desire for more, more, more that I've been told I must have. It's all right. It's all right. All of it. It's all right.
I take a deep breath. What other choice do I have but to surrender? I will be seen. I know that now. I have no choice but to be seen. The sun reveals the truth, and the truth is that I am here. And I want to dance, and sing, and smile, too. Despite the fact that I fail sometimes. Despite the fact that I am often selfish. I am often afraid. I am often angry. I am often cruel. And I hate all of those things. And that hatred is something that I hate, too. And then that feeds itself as well. I fail sometimes. It's all right. We all do. That failure, that five of swords, is a part of us. Just as the reversed star which we saw last week is, too. Sometimes we are brought low and we suffer and ache and want and fight. But tonight, I surrender. Night fell instantly. I suppose that's what was missing. The truth. It's so quiet and they're all gone. All the glowing creatures that were bright as the sun. All gone. I leave my little shelter and I walk into the grove where they were celebrating. There is nothing except the table with the cup, the coin, the sword, and the wand. I don't want them anymore. In the silence, I hear only a sharp breath. A ghostly sound from out of nowhere. And it causes a string of events to take place. The cup topples over, spilling water everywhere. The pentacle cracks into several shards. The sword splits in half. The wand stops glowing. Once all that ends, everything is quiet once more, and I am alone. Everything is quiet. There is no magic here. I am sad that everyone is gone, but I am glad to be free. So I dance. The light returns little by little, swirling around me, formless. It was always formless. They weren't people, they weren't ghosts, they weren't monsters or fairies or gods or anything like that. They were just a great and endless source of light and love and joy. The same that glows in your heart and in mine. 
not always, but when we remember it, when we allow it, when we surrender to it, it gets brighter when we stop fighting it, when we can look at a tree or another person or a terrible villain or a brave hero or a vicious beast or an aching phantom or ourselves in all our darkness and our light alike and surrender to love for all of it. When we can remember that, even if only for a fleeting moment, we can lose ourselves in it for a little. The energy is golden. I feel it inside me and outside me all at once. And slowly, the borders of my body begin to erase themselves starting with the dirt and the vines and the sprouts and the blossoms. Then my skin, the outer edges of me. To my surprise, I do not bleed, I just blend into the light, surpassing my form, exceeding my body, filling the forest, filling the city, the country, the world, the universe with light, the same light that is also yours, and 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 yours. And yours, and yours, and yours, and yours. Until, for the second time in almost 200 episodes, poof, she is gone. Yet I see a deck of cards sitting in an apartment, with a strange woman at a computer writing something with a somewhat dazed, but still somehow quite joyful look in her bespectacled eyes. She has shuffled a deck of tarot cards and drawn the five of swords. And now, that deck of cards is upside down, and on the bottom of it, upright, is the star. An additional little message. A message of hope, for the star is hope, healing, calm. Faith. Joy. As I look at the star card having righted itself, I leave you with one last question. If she is gone, that is, if I am gone, and if you decided to join me in my dance and forget yourself for a little, then who remains? Who is listening? Who is speaking? And does it matter? Mm-hmm.
Hello, everyone. This is Kristen Zaza, your host, writer, narrator, podcaster, composer, etc. behind On a Dark Cold Night. Thank you so much for joining me for episode 199. I created this episode during the summer solstice, as I mentioned, and I hope your day was filled with light and love and joy. I hope your night continues to be, too. We're nearing the end of season two, so after next week I'll be taking a month off. So no on a dark cold night for the month of July, but I'll be back at it in August, um, specifically August 1st. I'm planning to change the release day to Monday instead of Wednesdays in an attempt to maintain consistency as best as I can. Um, so stay tuned, keep your ear to the ground. I've got a little planning to do, but I'm going to start sharing my thoughts on what season three will be like soon. I think I'll be going in the direction my heart seems to be pulling me in the direction I've been going in the, you know, these episodes at the end of this season. I hope you enjoy it. Until then, one more episode to go, so look out for number 200 next week. Going to take a quick moment to tell you about Anna Luisa, who is a fantastic jewelry company whose support of On a Dark Cold Night I'm very grateful for this month. That's Anna Luisa, spelled A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A. Anna Luisa crafts high-quality jewelry that is beautiful, versatile, and affordable, with pieces beginning at $39, and they actually release new collections every Friday that you can check out on their website. Something I really admire is that, in addition to crafting lovely jewelry, Anna Luisa is a completely carbon-neutral company in regards to packaging and the products themselves. They sent me a few pieces that I know I talk about a lot, but honestly, they're so adaptable and comfortable that I love wearing them to work, to special occasions, or just to make myself smile whenever I need it. Visit shop.analuisa.com goodnight so that you can take advantage of Anna Luisa's buy one, get one 40% off sale. A great opportunity to get you and someone you love something special. That's shop.analuisa.com goodnight. For buy one, get one 40% off at Anna Luisa. I'd like to send a thank you to everyone who supports the show through Patreon on a monthly basis. I appreciate it so much, my friends. You can visit patreon.com slash darkcoldnight to learn more if you're interested. Every supporter of $1 or more a month receives access um, to my complete soundtrack as a perk, while every supporter of $5 or more gets that and a video of a monthly tarot reading I upload for every full moon. I know I've got one more week before I take a month off, but during the month of July, I'll be sure to still release a full moon reading for my patrons, so it's a great time to check it out and keep in touch before Season 3 kicks off. Again, learn more at patreon.com slash darkcoldnight. If you'd prefer to donate one time only without any perks, you can buy me one or more metaphorical coffees at ko-fi.com slash darkcoldnight. And we have t-shirts and hoodies at bonfire.com slash on-a-dark-cold-night. Sending a thank you this week to a lovely tomato named Rennie A., who left me a very kind review on iTunes. Thank you so much, Rennie. Your sharing word about the show is always so appreciated. If you like, you can also leave a rating and a review for On a Dark Cold Night on iTunes, Spotify, Facebook, or wherever else you like to rate and review podcasts. You can also follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter at a dark cold night, Instagram at dark cold night podcast, and on Facebook and YouTube at on a dark cold night, and on TikTok at Kristen Zaza. 
And one last time, feel free to check out that buy one, get one 40% off discount for Anna Luisa. That's A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A through shop.analuisa.com slash goodnight. Thank you again for listening. Thank you for going with me on strange meandering journeys in and out of forests and cities. For the summer solstice, I'm thinking about light and truth and surrender, if you couldn't tell. I wish you a bright and joyful summer. I wish you joy and truth and strength and, most importantly, love. Good night, my friends. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar.